0: everybody, welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. I'm going to start out of news out of Norway. So there's a guy going around killing people with a bow and arrow. So police say Danish national suspected of killing five people and assaulting a small town. Uh, people are, are looking at possible terror motive. So a Danish man is in custody in Norway suspected of a bow and arrow attack on a small town that killed five people and wounded two others. A Muslim convert who previously been flagged as been being radicalized. So, there earlier been worries of, men have, of a man have being radicalized. We haven't had any reports about him since in, in two thousand twenty one, but earlier investigating on other things whether there's a terrorist attack. What in the hell is wrong with somebody? They go around freaking shoot him with a bow and arrow. The victims were four women and one man between the ages of fifty and seventy. I think it's something else other than just radicalization. The 37-year-old Dane is suspected of having shot people in a number of locations in the town of Conesburg Wednesday. Several of the victims were in a supermarket. The Norwegian agency, news agency NTB quoted police saying the suspect has also used other weapons. They say there is a conversation between officers and the sale in connection with the arrest. Please give no details. Both the hospitalized victims are in intensive care. They are an off-duty police officer who was inside the supermarket, their she was not immediately known. Okay. All right, next. The U.S. government should start paying people to go back. This is from a business insider. To help with work, ease labor shortage. Billionaire investor Barry Sternlich says. There you go, Barry. The U.S. government should pay people to return people return to work during the labor shortage, according to billionaire Barry Sternlich. Investment fund, Star Wars Capital operates hotels. Barry, why don't you pay him more, buddy? <laughs> the labor surge is going to cripple the economy, economic recovery from the pandemic. They should actually pay people a bonus for going back to work and getting people back in the labor force. Off federal programs and state programs. They can't they could then they could tax them because they have a job. It would pay the government to pay the people to go back to work. Companies across the U.S. are struggling to find staff and some business owners have blamed the additional federal unemployment benefits during the pandemic, which has incentivized people to stay home. The benefits actually expired back in September 6th. Sterling said the stimulus and other unemployment support were overdoing it in the wrong direction. I mean, it's easy for a, a billionaire who's like swimming in money to say that, right? No, you, you it's too much money. It's too much money. Uh, they may have exacerbated Uh, The problem encouraging people to stay home, but some companies in states that cut off federal employment benefits are still struggling to find staff. Workers say they're holding off for better pay, job benefits, and improved working conditions. Starwood Capital founder said that one of his hotels in Brooklyn had 40 vacancies. It usually had a staff of about 220, he said. Uh, We can't find them. They don't come back. It isn't even what we pay. They won't leave their house or whatever they're doing. Interesting to see it from a billionaire's like eyes. So he doesn't know how much, doesn't know how much the whole hotel hotel paid staff. So he has businesses and he doesn't know how much the hotel paid staff. U.S. desk clerk, hotel, mobile are an average of twenty six thousand a year in twenty twenty. While maids and housekeeping cleaners made an average of twenty seven thousand dollars, like nothing, nothing at all, barely anything. Then and they bust, you know, bust their ass working, especially the cleaners. All right, so uh, Starwood Capital owns SNH Hotels, which has more than fifteen hundred employees across Fort Brown's. So there's there are one hundred and eighty-two vac vacancies listed on the website, including eighty-one at its hotel South Beach and Miami Beach. Starwood Capital currently has about ninety-five billion dollars worth of assets under management. It operates hotels as a part of the broader portfolio that focuses on global real estate. The labor shortage has hit industries ranging from education, healthcare, trucking, tech, and hospital industry, has especially been hard. So this dude, right, says, "I don't know how much I pay my people, but you know what? The government should really think about paying them money. You know, I won't pay them more, but why don't why don't the government pay them more money to get them back into work?" Interesting point of view from a billionaire. All right. Deadly shooting rocks Beirut as tensions over blast probe erupt. At least two killed. At least two people were killed in Beirut on Thursday when heavy gunfire targeted supporters of the Lebanese, Lebanese Shiite group Hezbollah as they headed to protest, demanding the removal of the judge investigating last year's explosion at the city's port. The shooting on a front line of 1975 90. Uh, 1990 civil war marks some of Lebanese's worst civil strife in years and highlights a deepening political crisis over the probe. The Lebanese army said in a statement that gunfire targeted protesters that passed through a traffic circle uh, in an area dividing Christian and Shiite Muslim neighborhoods. As Prime Minister Najib Mikati called for a calm military source told the Reuters that two people have been killed and seven more wounded. The shooting began from a Christian neighborhood out on Ramaneh probably said that wrong before spying out an exchange of fire, source added. Okay. Biden in a bind over Turkey's search for fighter jets. Turkey's desire to conclude a new fighter jet deal with the United States posed a dilemma for the United States President Joe Biden. The Turkish Air Force is dependent on aging F-16 fighters Leaving it at risk for being left behind by regional rivals such as Greece and the UAE, which are both in line to receive the next generation F 35 aircraft from the US. Turkey was removed from the US led F 35 program after acquiring the S 400 missile defense system from Russia in 2019. It has been seeking alternatives, including developing its own domestic made fighter jet, very, very, very expensive. In the meantime, however, Kara is seeking to modernize and expand its existing fleet of F-16s, asking Washington last week to help approve a deal with U.S. manufacturer Lockheed Martin, a move Patel said could help repair ties between the two NATO allies. There is opportunity here, Patel cited, former Turkish diplomat Alper Koskun saying, this would guarantee that Turkish defense industry, or at least a significant element of it, would continue to be embedded in a transatlantic relationship it's way out of the dilemma that we're facing, it could have ripple effect it cost a lot in other areas. So just to touch on what the F-16 is, it's a General Dynamics F-16 Fighting Falcon. And uh, it was basically introduced in 1978. It's about 40 – it's 43 years old. It's been in service about 43 years. Um, it's still being produced, obviously. I wonder if they're looking to actually just upgrade and buy more F-16s. The F-35 obviously is a superior um weapon in the sky there. Okay. Next, UAE, South Korea, and uh, to launch a free trade talks. The UAE and South Korea agreed on Thursday to agree, start negotiation on bilateral trade agreement targeting a broad expansion of economic ties. The UAE last month announced that it would seek economic agreement with South Korea and seven other countries, including Britain and Turkey. The comprehensive economic partnership agreement between UAE and South Korea will include deals, to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, and develop green technology. So we're aiming at making CEPA, CEPA a new generation free trade agreement. UAE Minister of State Foreign Minister of Trade, Fani Al-Zaoudi, speaking alongside Yeo, said negotiations would start within two months and a deal could reach within a year. The UAE's economy contracted last year when it was hit hard by the coronavirus pandemic and it faces increasing economic competition from Saudi Arabia. Interesting. All right, this is out of Los Angeles. Los Angeles clears another park encampment homeless in a battle over worsening housing crisis. Unhoused residents fear they'll end up back on the street after MacArthur Park closure. Uh, Los Angeles officials shutting down a major public park in an effort to remove homeless encampments along the area, reigniting bitter conflicts about the city's worsening housing crisis. MacArthur Park, in the city's Westlake neighborhood, is one of many public spaces in LA that have become a popular camping spot for unhoused Angelenos during the pandemic, drawing hundreds of campers. At the end of September, city leaders announced that the park would be closing for maintenance work, with officials giving unhoused residents until Friday to 10.30 p.m. to vacate. The closure, which officials say is temporary, followed the controversial, cl- controversial clearing of an encampment in nearby Echo Park. It comes as the city struggling to grapple with a humanitarian crisis that's significantly worsened since the pandemic. Advocates and the unhoused people of the park said that uh, this week there's confusion, about anxiety about what is ahead, and I don't know what's going to work out. It said Fatima Rodriguez, 29, she cleaned out the area inside her tent four days before the closure. Los Angeles native said she'd be living in the streets for about a year, sometimes in the park, sometimes under a bridge, and that she wasn't sure what shelter options would be available. I just don't know how long the park will be closed. Whoa. Uh, more than 66,000 people were homeless in Los Angeles County at the start of 2020 once COVID hit. Shelters and other programs reduced services, and a large encampments grew. Pandemic rules restricted the city from evicting people from makeshift tent sites. Some residents choose to move to park encampments with established communities of tents, saying they provide a better option than group shelters, which could expose them to COVID, or hidden alleys on the underpasses where they could be more vulnerable to violence. Echo Park and MacArthur Park both drew law cards on housed people. It's not that they want to be in the park, it's just that they have no choice, said Gustavo Otzvoy, uh, who lived under MacArthur Park earlier this year after the city shut down Echo Park. Located in a neighborhood. Home to many Central American immigrants, MacArthur Park is known for its lake and pistriac fountain. A popular soccer field and a pavilion for outdoor performance and law population of geese. The area has been plenty of open space where people can set up tents. Advocates are plenty of benefits uh, when groups gather near each other. Interesting. Uh, but life at the park had been extremely difficult, with unhoused residents raising concerns about physical and sexual assaults, frequent fights, fires, and other safety hazards. Many encampment uh, residents have been struggling with severe mental challenges, addiction, overdose, health problems, oftentimes conditions that were created or exaggerated by living outdoors. And to finish off with this one, Xi stresses steady progress, enhancing whole process in the people's democracy. People uh, Chinese president Xi Jinping is underlying upholding and upholding improving. proving the People's Congress system to continue to enhance this process as a whole people's democracy. <laughs> democracy. Okay. Xi, also General Secretary of the Communist Party of Central China's Central Committee and Chairman of Central Military Commission, made the remarks while addressing Central Conference and the work related to People's Congress held Wednesday to Thursday in Beijing. That was obviously written by the Chinese government, and it was a mouthful because there's a lot of, Blah, 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 on the end there. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jay St. Clair. Take care, and I hope everybody's doing well. Bye.